Welcome to Parent Talk Podcasts, where experienced parents and expert guests give tips and tricks on making parenting a breeze. Well, at least a little easier. Now here is your host, Genevieve Kyle, and co-host, Heather Fox. Hello and welcome to Parent Talk, broadcasting out of the greater Vancouver area. The intention of this podcast is to inform, educate, and support parents from the early years and beyond. I'm your host, Genevieve Kyle. I'm 42 and expecting baby number two, while my son, Alexandre, is one and a half years old. Today on Parent Talk, we are talking about bird photography. So let's go around the table and introduce ourselves. Hey everyone, Heather Fox here, co-host of Parent Talk. I am 40 years old and my son Hudson is also a year and a half. Hi, my name is Candice Tazard. I'm a doula and birth photographer and sleep educator. I have three children. Jenilyn, my oldest, is 10. Andrew is 8 and Ashton is 6. All right, let's dive into it right away. So Candice, I know you're a doula, but how did you get into bird photography? That's an interesting question. I've never done photography ever, wasn't even interested in it, and became a doula. It was through supporting women that I became interested in photography. I had bought a camera for just my family with my little, my three little children to take pictures to document their lives. And one of my girlfriends who I was doulaing asked me to bring in my camera to her birth. So I did. And I took pictures, and then when I was looking at them afterwards, I was like, wow, I did pretty good. And as sure as horrible as they must have been, I uh, decided that, you know, I was going to dig in and start to learn. So I started taking courses on how to use my camera. I started doing online courses, and then I did some mentoring with other birth photographers in the community and just learned everything I could to do it. So why should families hire a bird photographer? Birth is one of those moments that you don't remember. If we think back to our births now, what do we remember? What do we take with us? When I had my first child, I wanted nothing. I didn't want pictures. I didn't want uh, video. I thought birth was going to be gory and gross and everybody couldn't look at my vagina. And so I have nothing, nothing. I have the... After, I have video of her after as a newborn, but I don't have anything of my story. And so I don't really remember my story. Women are often typically in labor land. So you may be present, but you're not going to remember things. And I think it's also hormonal that we forget because that's why we have more children. For my second one, my girlfriend, it was the same rules. Don't bring anything. Don't take video. I don't want to see nothing. And she ignored me and ended up filming the birth. I watched it and my son watched it. It was just, it brings me back. Like, he'd still get goosebumps to this day. Those first moment never comes back, right? For for us, my husband, we already had this conversation. Then same thing as you. I do not want to have, I don't want to see my vagina on video, on photos, you know. And a little bit before Alex actually came out, I said to my husband, film everything I want to see because I couldn't see anything, right? So 30 seconds before, I asked my husband to film everything. And I looked at it a little while after, but it's actually beautiful. Like I saw the first little bits of his head coming out and he took pictures too and... 
It's quite magic, actually. Yeah, it's a common misconception that birth is nothing but vaginas, blood and gore. And it is also common that women ask their partners or their families to photograph or film their birth, which is really good. But then your partner's part, not part of the birth story. He's not part of those first free moments. He's not part of that amazing transformation that we as women and families go through when we were, we were having children, he's behind the camera. He's behind the scenes with a birth professional like myself. No one, no one is there to miss the birth and, you know, myself not having any emotional investment into the birth of your baby can capture all of that. I can capture the support of the partner. I can capture, you know, when the baby puts the little hand on your face and makes a little fist. I can capture, you know, that real moment of intensity when, you know, you and your partner are touching foreheads and you're just connecting and you are being together. I totally get what Candice is saying right now because having my husband filming was great, but then the space of the three of us being together for the first time, it's not as intense because I had requested uh, for him to film. He's behind the camera. He's behind the camera. And I mean, I really get what you're saying here, that the, the first little moment as a family, when that new one just comes out, it's so precious. It is raw. It is real. It is beautiful. And it is just... You know, like still, I have my third one. I ended up having somebody come in and capture my birth. And I have the moment I said hello. And still to this day, like it's that moment I am brought back to that root memory. I It is real for me. Whereas I don't remember my first hello to my um, daughter, right? Um, also, you know, by having a birth photographer, I'm steady of hand, right? I I'm not going to be shaking. Your husband may have been shaking, like, oh, it's my baby, it's my baby, or some family member may have been shaking, or they're trying to capture it really quickly, so the, the photo is dark, or it's too bright, or there's lots and lots of blur. Um, hospital births are often really orange, home births are often very, very dark, and ORs are really blue. So my camera is equipped to take pictures in any of those settings, plus I have editing software that will remove orange if orange slips in or will, you know, take out all the little things that they're not supposed to have in there. Are you allowed to go in for C-section? Sometimes, yes. It depends on the hospital and it depends on the team, right? Mm -hmm. um, as a birth photographer, I do believe that a belly birth is the same as a vaginal birth, you are going to experience those same first connections, those same moments. And I do believe that it is very important to be able to document a belly birth, just as you would a vaginal birth, especially when it comes to memories. And I don't believe that it is loving towards women to say, no, sorry, you know, you're in the OR, give the camera to somebody who doesn't know how to use it or bring your phone in or have your husband take the pictures or things like that. So I do understand where the professionals are coming from, um, especially when you have inexperienced people coming into the OR and they're taking pictures of things that they shouldn't take pictures or filming th moments that they shouldn't be filming, you know, and as a professional, I know 
what not to do. I know not to film things. I know not to take pictures of the operation happening. I know not to capture the obstetrician, right? And I know all the rules of the OR, which sometimes allow me the space to come in and offer beautiful images to women. And more and more hospitals are jumping on board. And I just, you know, the more respectful we are and the more women are demanding them when they are going into the OR, the more likely it is going to be that we all start to be able to join. So as long as we remain professional. Mm -hmm. So I guess if it's very important for your family, it is a good idea to maybe bring this up ahead of time because you never know if you choose to go into a hospital setting to give birth or not, you can be at home and having to go to the hospital. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I think it's a good idea if it's important for you to actually ask and request what are the rules around that. And yeah, have the conversations, at yeah. least open it up for conversations, right? And sometimes we have to advocate a little bit for ourselves and just be very strong that this is what we are, that this is something that we want. In some cases, you know, um, changing the practitioner. Um, usually it's the anesthesiologist who has the final say, but it is the whole team. So if you're visiting with the obstetrician or if you're visiting with the anesthesiologist, just being very forward about what you want and why. Oftentimes you can get it. Sometimes they say no, but then looking for an anesthesiologist that's going to be more for it is a mm -hmm. possible choice as well. Not always one that will work, but it's possible. Yeah, for myself, because I ended up having cesarean, we, of course, hadn't had any planned birth photography. At the time, we were actually originally had planned a home birth, and my doula had said that, oh, I always, you know, bring my camera and capture some photos, so, you know, I'll, I'll have a little bit for you. And I'm like, okay, that sounds good, but um, ended up going in, having to go into the hospital and having an emergency C-section. So just with the way that everything ended up happening, my doula actually wasn't even in the room with me, but thank goodness my midwife was in there and without me knowing she actually took a few pictures for me and I know that she sent them all to my husband and she's like oh I got some pictures of Hudson being born and all that and a couple of the pictures I had seen were the ones where Hudson was all cleaned up and wrapped up in his little towel and we had our little cheek to cheek moment and it was really one of the most precious photos I have is that first is Hudson like right next to me we have our cheeks together and it's just it's such an amazing photo but um It took me a little while before I was ready to look at the photos of Hudson coming out because I'm like, oh my gosh, this is a C-section. Like I've seen birth photography, but this isn't going to be. And it was really cool and it was really amazing. So now going forward and when I, you know, plan to have my second child, because I do plan on a plan C-section, that's definitely something I want to look into because mm -hmm. just because it isn't a natural vaginal birth doesn't mean now I can't have that same experience and knowing that it isn't all about guts and gore and stuff, especially yeah. with the operating room. I, like, I yeah. know that I can have Candace there and, you know, and have that amazing kind of experience and kind of, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's definitely, you know, belly birth is still a birth. It is another way to have babies. And, um, you know, yes, a common misconception is women will find that, um, We can't, we're not in the OR and there's no birth photography that has anything to do with the OR and that birth photography is reserved for home births or reserved for some people in hospital births, but it shouldn't. And like, if you looked on my website or even on my Facebook page, what's your website? Uh, www.stagesdoula.ca. Excellent. 
and on Facebook, it's um, Stages Doula and Photography. But if you look on it, I do try to show more and more um, images of C-section. And as well on Facebook, um, if you go on, if you look for the Canadian Births First Photographers site, um, you can see that, you know, birth photographers are working to normalize belly birth photography as well. If you do not want to capture the birth, can I still hire a photographer or, you know, if you're not comfortable or what do you think? Yeah, some women don't want to capture themselves in labor. Um, so what they'll do is they'll hire me for something called a fresh first um, or I call it a fresh first. You may hear it as a fresh 48 as well, where I come visit you in the first few hours after birth. So you can have a shower and be nice and clean, or you can just be as is who you are. Um, I will come to you in your home or at the hospital, and I will just take some first moments of the baby, like the details of the baby, the baby's hands, the baby's feet, the baby's eyes. You know, you guys as a family and the falling in love Um, process. Um, so yeah, I will come in and I will capture those memories and moments too. And, you know, and it comes in, it comes as part of a birth photography package as well. So when I'm with you, uh, during your labor, I do stay for two hours after and capture all those first moments. We did some maternity photos when I was about 38 weeks pregnant and we did some newborn photo when uh, Alex was about one week old. But when you talk about this, the first moments are just so precious. And like you say, it's so raw and everything. I love the whole idea of it. One of the things that I would like to have, to, so because all my pictures at the beginning that my husband took, I mean, we see my boobs completely. And, and I like this for our family. This is raw. It's perfect. It is the way it is. But I would like to have a little tucked in, you know, maybe something that I can actually show out there. Then I'm not completely showing myself. So this is one of the requests I would have. Yeah. Well, as a birth photographer, it's all about angles and moments. You know, birth is really, really raw and I will never move or pose a family or a woman. Um, I may do subtle things to kind of encourage you coming a little closer towards me, <laughs> but I never move or ask a woman to move. Um, and yeah, so you're going to capture nudity that is for sure and but my goal is to kind of aim my camera in such a way that you are not seeing nudity like I have very beautiful moments of birth where you are seeing the emotion on the mother's face as the baby is coming out and there is zero nudity in it even though the woman is very not dressed We will talk about, in a consultation, we'll talk about um, what it is that you want, what it is that you're looking for. Women have uh, variations in what they're asked for. Some women want me to capture it all, like everything, the crowning glory, which is the moment the baby's head is coming out. Um, they want to see the birth from a perspective that they never see. Uh, some women want me to stay to the side and capture some of the baby coming out, but mostly what they're seeing. And some women don't want to see anything at all. So it's like I stand behind them and I capture it from a view that they see. So, you know, we're very aware of what it is that you are looking for at the time of labor and birthing. 
would you want to have some bird photography? Uh, I definitely now yeah. going forward, I for sure will. Um, when I do my planned C section, um, I'm definitely going to look into it for sure because I've, I, I, yeah, yeah. When I talked to Candace and we talked about doing this podcast, yeah. one of the first thing that came into my head too is, uh, I think it's quite magical to capture those first moments with professional mm-hmm. equipment. Yeah, because for you know, myself, I did maternity and I did the newborn. Like but me, I'm like, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. but I mean, having those few iPhone shots of my birth was like, oh, I want more of this. <laughs> <laughs> that was really cool. And okay, I want more. don't do birth photography <laughs> and, justice. And the fact that I got the emotion I did from the iPhone, I was like, ooh, like imagine if I really had birth photography, like how amazing they would be. So mm-hmm. yeah, no, I definitely we look. It. We look look for emotion intentionally um, because emotion is what makes birth photography birth photography like those moments you're not going to get them back ever again real raw beautiful moments yeah do you offer other kinds of photography or I do I'm almost a full spectrum photographer I'm niched in maternity birth and newborn photography I also provide because I love my family so much. I'll do cake smashes and family photos and pregnancy announcements and all sorts of other things, which I don't typically do. And then one thing that I do with my birth stories, it is your story from start to finish, from your little bean to the baby in your arms to the newness, the little wrinkles on their toes and everything. And I'll offer this to you in like a video photographic fusion. That is your baby's story. That's so great. I think I saw something on your website or maybe you post something about breastfeeding photography. Oh, yes. I do breastfeeding photography as well. A lot of times women, when they're ending their breastfeeding journey, want memories of the time where they're breastfeeding. And I like I myself don't have any memories of my breastfeeding journey except for my six-year-old who likes to tell me that I used to do it for him. And I also offer like those beautiful milk bath or herbal bath photos. Oh, interesting. All right, ladies, it's time for a conversation card. It's time for a conversation card. Every week we like to play a game, not only for fun, but to get to know our guests a little more too. Nobody knows what the mystery card might ask, sometimes silly and sometimes serious. Let's find out what it will be this week. Heather, I think it's time for a conversation card. All right. Yes, Genevieve, I got our question all ready for us. Would you rather fly or be invisible? Hmm, Which magical power would you rather have? I think I would rather be invisible. And this comes to birth work. There are some women that I would love to know what they do and how they do it. So if I could be invisible then I would just sit there and watch many more births than I do. I'm just creepy. <laughs> but I think I think being invisible, because then, you know, you can kind of stay there and, and see moments and, you know, sneak around your house and scare your kids. For me, it would be invisible as well. It's that voyeurism, you know. You want to kind of see without being seen sometimes. And just like, for instance especially like now having a little one, I love watching him play when he doesn't know I'm watching him. Like where he just has his own little moments and discoveries. And then of course everything kind of changes once he sees me, then he like gets, you know, all excited and happy. And that's cool too. Love those moments. But at the same time, sometimes I just want to be invisible, just watch him and have his little moments. So yeah. 
I think for me, because I think we can already fly with like planes and you can, I think I already flown in my life. You don't need to be Peter Pan. So <laughs> yeah, a little bit of invisible could be definitely handy sometimes, you know, <laughs> with babies and life. Yeah. I think that could be, uh, that would be my pick for now. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Cool. All right. That concludes today's episode. Thank you everyone for taking the time to be here and for your contribution in other parents' lives, helping us be the best parents we can be. For our listeners, if you have a question or you would like to join us on our show as a guest or as an expert, please visit the Contact Us section on our website at parenttalk.ca. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Apple Podcasts, Google Play and Podbean, or you can subscribe directly to this podcast on our website so you don't miss an episode of Parent Talk. Don't forget to rate and review us. Remember, there's nothing more powerful than feeling supported by a community of parents by sharing your thoughts, ideas, and experiences. Parent Talk is a safe space for everyone. Thank you everyone for listening and have a great week. The views and or opinions of the host and their guests are not necessarily those of Parent Talk and should not be considered as fact. The information offered is believed to be accurate but is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice and should not be used for diagnosing or treating any health issue or prescribing medication. If you have any questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health or the health of your child, please seek assistance from a qualified healthcare practitioner.